Hey, this is your host, Captain Righteous speaking, and today's episode is Can We Separate the Art from the Artist? Let's begin. Today's discussion is up to uh, the listener's interpretation. So, what do I mean about uh, can we separate the artist from the art? So, in recent, not recent years, but well, let's say this, well, last week slash this week, um, R. Kelly's uh, YouTube channel, I think he had two YouTube channels or whatever, got taken off of youtube and that kind of sparked it's not like a it's not like it's nothing new because that happens whenever an artist is like let's say an artist either like something in their past comes up or they just did something like really really stupid nowadays like uh such and so just insulted the lgbtq plus community or this person um said some derogatory things about asian people like anything that's like let's say cancel worthy right so um so this this leads me to the r kelly situation and this is um other situations like this but uh youtube took off uh two uh youtube channels that featured his music and i guess a couple days after that or not before that but after that uh r kelly's um music is you know it's still streaming on um i'm gonna say spotify i don't know about um i think apple music as well but where it stands now, I think um, he has like 500 million. Maybe I'm, I'm exaggerating the numbers, but there's a lot of people um, streaming his music more nowadays. And like, you know, I well, let's say 90% of this episode discuss why is that the case? And 10% is like, could we separate the art from the artist? Unless, um, okay, so for my interpretation, um, to those who are listening, the reason why his music is getting streamed more is because of the controversy. Now, let me explain something to you. And this uh, and this is where I hop into the controversy. Why is it um, highlighted, which it should be. But currently, um, R. Kelly is sitting in jail, not only for um, predatory, like sexual crimes, but I think he, um, I don't know, it's something with his taxes because... Like most of the stuff he's in jail for is for the um the sexual acts, right? But I think some of it is like like tax reasons because you can go to jail if you know if you don't pay your taxes or basically try to uh you know fuck over the uh or excuse me screw over the federal government. Depending on who's listening, if you got small children around, maybe you shouldn't listen to this. But well, sorry, maybe they shouldn't listen to it. But um, anyways. Uh, I do know that's why he's sitting in jail. Now, I think he's in there for, like, at least uh, 13 years or something like that. It's not, like, a five-year-old thing. Uh, unless he's, like, if he's in jail for, like, five years or something like that. But, anyways, I think he went to jail, I think, yeah, this year, pretty much. Or maybe, like, late, like, late last year. Anyways, so, into the controversy. Uh, over uh, R. Kelly's music career, well, not just his music, but when he was a recording artist, um, there's a lot of, uh, not tabloids, but a lot of stories where, for example, so this is what I remember as a kid, and, and please bear with me when I say this. So it was like 2005, probably earlier than this. So basically, this is before I hit my teens. I was, um, not I, but my my, my mother, any other um, adult in my family was watching the news. They were talking about R. Kelly. Now, back, that, back in that time, only thing I knew from R. Kelly was, uh, the ignition sh- song, which my aunts always play, um, whenever they um they come over or whatever, and like 
um, Cook. And um, I Believe I Can Fly. And if you never heard of that song, let me tell you this. Say what you want about R. Kelly. And this is where I'm trying to get to, like, the type of person he was. But, dude, that song is, like, magical. You know what's crazy, though? And it's not, like, a, a, a R. Kelly appreciation uh, video. I'm oh, sorry. You said video episode. But there are certain songs he helped produce and, you know, he made himself. That's one of those things, like, like those are, like, hits. But... Growing up, Space Jam was one of my one of my favorite movies. But anyways, um, that's how far I knew about R. Kelly. And this is me, like six year old Darius or seven year old Darius. Like, oh, R. Kelly's cool. I like that one song when he did that thing. And <laughs> that sounds stupid. I'm sorry, people. But no, um, but yeah, that was the extent of my knowledge. Now, if any um any listeners um who've been rocking with me since day one. I hope you know, and if this is to any new listeners, um, welcome. This is the Captain Righteous Podcast. But I have been watching Adult Swim, and none of you can't see the biggest, the big smile on my face. I have been watching Adult Swim, like, legit when it came out. And I'm not bragging, like, guys, I was there day one. You don't know. I'm not, not one of those people, but no, like, <laughs> oh, God. Listen, so remember what I said is the early 2000s. And this is actually around the trial where R. Kelly um, almost went to jail for peeing on a 15-year-old girl. Now, okay, so this, that right here, turn, it was like, uh, like, that was like a tonal shift like any other because, you know, I'm smiling, laughing about, you know, Adult Swim and one of my favorite R. Kelly tracks. And here it is. So that's one of a few uh, controversies, which prior before that, um, and again, I don't want to jump around different decades and different time places, but. That's one of the most notable trials I heard about R. Kelly up till um the recent stuff with the um well the the many of his other victims came out, right? So as a kid, you know, I didn't really understand why he's there. Now let me explain like like of course that's effed up. You don't do that to people, but it's like I'm sitting here like, but why would you do it? And again, please don't don't please. This wasn't like, you know, my uh family involved because the reason why I mentioned Adult Swim because I watched Boondocks. Now, this is season one. This was uh, the trial of R. Kelly. There it is. Now, obviously, you know, that trial in the cartoon wasn't just like the trial in real life. But needs to say, that's how I learned how weird R. Kelly was through the Boondocks. And thank you, Aaron McGruder, the creator of the Boondocks, one of my favorite com- comic strips in the Adult Swim series. Now, anyways... um. That's how far I understand about him. Now, again, as I got older, you know, one of my favorite R&B singers, and I, I, I might as well make a video dedicated to her one of these days, is Aaliyah. Funny enough, Aaliyah, if, if I'm correct, yeah, that's my, my sister was, like, named after her because my sister was born 2000-something uh, because my sister's, like, at least 20 years old. I'm 22. Anyways, um, so uh, they had a relationship, and please, this is where I start talking about, I maybe I can tell a few more um controversy about um R. Kelly, but so when R. Kelly dated Aaliyah, Aaliyah was like fifteen and R. Kelly was like in his twenties. And let me explain something to you. And I'll get to, I don't want to talk about myself. I'll get to this a, a lot a, a little bit later into the podcast episode. Now I don't have to explain why that's a controversy or why is that bad. Because let me tell you this. I was I will leave this and I'll continue about how how I how I set my dating preferences. I'm 22, and again, at the time of this recording, 
you know, I'll be 23 next year, 24 next, the year after that, blah, 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 right? I will never, is it is it regress, yeah, regress, where it's like, I'm 22, right? I'll date a 21-year-old, but 20, that's pushing it, right? Next year, I'll be 23. I'll date a 22-year-old, a 21-year-old, sure, right? But 20, that's pushing it. The point I'm trying to make is me as me, Darius, a.k.a. Captain Righteous, a.k.a. The Weirdo with the Podcast. <laughs> that's actually a lot. That's a better title. But anyways, um, no, I don't want to date. Oh, my girlfriend's 19, 18, because if you got teen in it, I don't want it, bro. No, 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 no. Because trust me, I'll get into my dating preferences to make a point, but I don't understand how grown ass. And this is like R. Kelly... And, and R. Kelly, R. Kelly has always been popular, I want to say maybe the late 80s, and, and I'm not claiming, yeah, I was there when R. Kelly made his first song. No, no, hell no, because how? I was born in 99, John Hopkins Hospital, 12, 12 at night, right? Point I'm trying to make is, he's always been popping, and Aaliyah, if I'm correct, she started making her, well, she start, well, she started building her career around 1997? 96, 95? It, it, listen, if my dates is wrong, and to anyone who's listening to this podcast, my apologies. Trust me, I, I could be as ignorant as anyone else on the street, but she started her career, like, at an early age. Because I was like, listen, if you haven't heard, and listen, this is for, like, new listeners of the podcast. If you haven't really heard any um Aaliyah songs, please, and I implore you, check out One in a Million. Check out uh, a Try Again with her. And oh, my God, I love that song. But anyways... With that being said, they started a relationship where um, I don't know it if it was like R. Kelly looked up like like if he went for her or she went for him. But needless to say, when they were together, it, it was so weird because um, it was at a situation where he got her pregnant. Right. And trust me, this is some sick stuff, but he got her pregnant. So, you know, they're thinking, let's get married because I knocked you up. But meanwhile, they were together. Um, there was a rumor, or I, th- I guess this is confirmed at this point, where um, when those two were together, R. Kelly was also getting intimate with his uh, with their mother, and and you have to understand, like, and I'm not, I'm not um, what you call it, like I'm not uh, forgive me, uh, I'm not trying to explain, like, well, you have to understand, like, this is what we no no, like again to any future females I ever settled down with. I promise you on, on my on my left arm, like I'm not getting with your mother because that's just it's already weird because she's underage. Now it's weirder that you're with your the mother and this Oh god, because I think they covered this in Surviving R. Kelly. And let me tell you this, and, and that's one of those things I want to get into uh, a little bit later also. There's a lot this is me touching like the tip of the iceberg, right? of sick stuff that guy got into and it's like surviving r kelly is a really good show if you want to learn more about the controversies about him but dude that's one of those things you got to pause every now and then it was like all right all right all right he did what okay now i see i'm I'm gonna because that's one of those shows like like if you got like the let's say the 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 heart right to watch the first episode to to the the last episode like all the way through without like skipping or or pausing or you're a trooper. I I, I really do mean that, but because son, like you you don't do that. I mean, it, it is unfortunate because that stuff still happens to this day. It's just like like part of my stuttering, but 
Yes, there are creepy old men who goes after young girls, but that's like, oh, they're just civilians. Like, we're, they're not, like, famous. Well, there are famous people who do that, which is gross. And there are people that's just, like, unknowns like myself that would do some shit like that. But the point I'm trying to make is, either way, you, you just don't do shit like that. Anyways, um, besides uh, him... Getting with um, Aaliyah at a uh, uh, at like a um, like underage, right? Um, in in the uh, the fifteen year old girl thing, which was also really gross. In recent years, and again with Surviving R. Kelly, there were stories that came out. I think Surviving R. Kelly came out at least twenty nineteen, and I was just like I was hesitant about watching the series because like, dude, like I I already know he was a sick guy, but like I I don't I had to, but. Oh, God. So, just please understand what I'm trying to get at, right? So, in recent years, uh, I'm trying to remember the, uh, not witnesses, but the victims, but one of the victims uh, told a story about how R. Kelly um, forced her to stay at the house, and I guess he kept on sending money to her family so they could buy her, or he could buy her some new shoes, and I, I don't know, man, like, let me tell you this. I really want to. I really want to just stop talking about his controversies for a second because, because this is all uh, things I've written down. I saw online, but it's like, dude, this is just so fucking weird. But point being is, he had like a whole bunch of victims, and it was weird because like they like the victims. I'm talking about like recent years where it's like sex slaves in the sense where, um, I guess they signed a contract or whatever where it's like, hey, I don't want you to do this with no one else but me. And around the house, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I think one of the things about the, um, the girls, he, uh, I, I won't say, I don't know, it was captive or, um, one of the things he, he wanted to do was, um, like, he didn't want them to do was they can't get pregnant. They have to be that exact, they have to be their exact body type. Like, oh, if you're curvy, you stay curvy. You don't get bigger. You, you know what I mean? Um, what else? Uh, he really, I think he had like, well, he had all of them get intimate with each other at once. And it's basically, it, it's just some weird shit. Listen, I can't even, okay. To anyone who stomached this far, my apologies, but those were the controversies. Th these were like, like the breadcrumbs leading up to the, 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 well, the bread itself, which is why he's, his ass sitting in jail at the moment. Now, Back to what I was saying, part of the stuttering and the tangents and the adult swim and whatever, right? But anyways, growing up, like I said, on Boondocks, you know, R. Kelly, like prior to the episode, but prior, like R. Kelly is still one of my favorite R&B singers. Now, second to that uh, is Usher, uh, uh, Life Jennings. Please listen, another stupid tangent, forgive me, but I recommend you guys checking out um uh, Life Jennings. I'm trying to think of the album. Um, it came out 2010. Uh, hold on, 2010. I still believe the deluxe version. And what makes me say that is like, yeah, R. Kelly is not the only R&B guy out there. Like, there's so many, like, like 90s R&B artists, 80s, current, like, new, like, so many people that are either better than him or around that level to you know listen to, but. The point I'm trying to get at is, and where this is going, pardon me, but 
I like to talk about just like R. Kelly and not just just him only. There are other artists, art. I said artists. I'm sorry, artists. Apologies. That did a lot of uh, mess up things like prior to the career, during the career, and depending on if they're still around after the career, if that makes sense. Um, I'm gonna keep this briefly, but uh, I'm gonna talk about XX Tentacion. Now that's a, a an example where I wasn't a fan of XX Tentacion. Let's say, let's say, um, pardon my stuttering, prior, before he died, because before he died, a friend of mine is recommending, well, you need to listen to X, because blah, 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 like, they gave me their reasons, and I was like, sure, and I sat down, and if I get the, if I got the timeline right, like, uh, I watched, I watched, goddammit, I'm sorry, people, I listened to Look At Me, like, this is like, I want to say, did I came out when I was in high school, because I graduated high school in 2017, so I, lo- I listened to a few tracks of his on Spotify, and was like, all right, this guy's kind of cold, and this is, like, around his death, or after his death, it was sad, and if you, again, um, listen to Excess and Tontian's music, you know, it's very emotional, uh, very, uh, like, I think, I'm not gonna throw X, um, under the bus, but I think he's one of the few rappers out there that's, like, like, rap, and that's the beauty about rap music, is, like, it doesn't have to be, like, I got money, I got cars, I got bitches and hoes, diamonds and gold like that that was corny my apologies listener but like it could it could be that you could be like bragging rap but it could be rap where it's like 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 with a political message i'm tired of seeing my people oppressed now we got to take over the press like that's corny again but i apologize but you like rap could be political rap could be emotional rap could be funny you know but the point i'm trying to get at is um X was one of those few rappers, of course, I still listen to, like, uh, Little Uzi Vert, right? Where it's like, he could be emotional, and it's like, he's not just being whiny, it's just, he's talking about real shit, right? But anyways, um, as I was getting into X's music, like, I started to hear, well, when X was alive, he did this. When X was alive, he did that. And let me tell you this, like I said this earlier in that podcast, I ain't, I, ain't, I don't got the answer way, but I will say, I did, like, a little bit of research on my part, but I did watch um really helpful YouTube videos. Like for example, Trap Lord Ross, and and this is like and again not sponsored, not associated, but I love his videos. I think he's a really dope content creator. But if you have many questions, what why Kanye West is this or why did Drake do that at that point in time? I highly recommend you look up Trap Lord Ross because you have the date. Oh, this person did this in this year. Reason why he did this and what's the aftermath. And I know I'm dumbing it down and apologies for that. But no, please, please. I do really um, mean you should uh, not, not just one person, but everyone should um, watch his videos. But basically I watched um, he did. I, I'm trying to remember. I don't I don't know how many videos he does of excess taunting, but the most notable ones. And I, I'm definitely going to leak it in um, the, the podcast description is the good side of excess Tantion and the bad side of excess Tantion. Now, again, to any fans of X out there, you know, just follow me here, right? Now, I, I'm not saying I was a fan of X ever since he came out, because when he came out, I was confused because uh, I just did. And let me just let me say this: it was nothing about his music was confusing. Because let me tell you, this was me with with TV shows, movies, music for that matter. Darius, you ever heard about this person? Like. 
No, who's this person? You idiot! They came out last year. You're lost. You're you're late, and it's like you're you're on my back when I just listened to the new Kanye album. You're on my back when I just listened to this person. I'm like, God damn! Like, let me like like with anime. There's a minor gripe. Let me take my time just to check out that person. And unfortunately, but fortunately, it took I took too long to listen to his music because I listened to his music. About a year before he died, like around that time, like I don't know, it was like I want to say at least around when I graduated from high school or my first year of college. But anyways, needs to say, um, I love his music. Now, back to Trap Lords Ross's video slash what actually happened X's life. XX is Hanteon. Before he decided to better himself, he was a violent guy. Uh, he was known to beat women. He was known to be very excessive. Now, I'll give you an example of him beating a woman. Um, there was a point, I think he punched a girl in the eye. This is the girl he used to date. And it was it was weird because it, it was in a situation where I guess she lived with him. And he was, and it was weird because she lived with him. And X was very, um, I, 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 I want to say obsessive, but... Because he feared or or thought the girl cheated, and I think she she actually did cheat it. I'm trying, and and this is again, this is like my very very low, very ignorant form of explaining his situation. But and I and I and I, and I mean this part of my stuttering. After this podcast, I'm gonna leave the description uh, down below for the listeners um to properly understand what X did in this life. Unless you already know, then I appreciate that. But anyways, um. When he was around, he was very abusive towards women. Now, I haven't heard about that until after his death. Because, you know, this is what happens when anyone famous dies. Like, for example, like, um, let's say uh, a Prince. And, you know, Prince, again, I listen to his music every now and then when I was younger. But as I'm getting older, I'm really going into his catalog. But only, um, not only thing I saw, because, you know, mostly it was love, support. There were some people, well, Prince was a, you know, a, a, a drug abuser and did, did, die. he suck and all, all the negative stuff. But the point I'm trying to get at is this is always after they die or while they're alive and all that. And certain comments I've seen, cause this is from, um, the sad video, um, I've seen X was a, uh, abusive and blah, blah, blah. Like, why are we celebrating? This guy was an asshole. And obviously, you know, talking shit about someone that just died. It's not a good idea. And everyone clowned them on in the comment sections. And you know how social media works, right? So I'm like, but really? Because I heard certain bits and pieces, but I never really heard the entire story. Which is why, you know, I watch videos like Trap with Ross to understand the, the entire situation. But for what it for what it was, and I'm not like like treating it like, oh, that was bad. But anyways, but from what I hear and from what I can, un, uh, from what I gather is that X has always been a violent person due to his childhood. And, you know, childhood, and that's, that's one of those things where anyone who's listening to this episode, especially now at this point, like whatever you did as a kid or whatever happened to you as a kid affects you will affects you emotionally mentally i don't know about physically but just overall you as an adult like if you were abused as a kid maybe you don't want to make friends or have relationships or you're afraid to you see what i'm saying uh uh, follow through and i guess being a part of someone else's life and again i can't speak for uh, abused kids but i say it's to say you know i think that played a role in his life um so what I'm trying to get at is, 
is that when he was around, you know, despite his change, oh, sorry, before his change, he was kind of a wild guy, and it was, it took towards, I guess, the year or a few months prior, before his death, he started to make a difference. Uh, one of the no the most notable things I, I want to point out is that uh, X went to the same juvenile detention he went when he was a, well, like a, a young kid, and he gave, if I'm correct, I think he gave the kids uh, gifts, and he spoke to the person, I think it was a, a, a woman or a man, who saw him as a kid, and it's crazy because, you know, uh, this is, again, today, one's listening, it's like, you go back, back to high school, you go back to middle school, you go back to, I mean, I don't know, college, college, that's, that's one of those things where, for college reunions, I'll gladly skip, because it's just like, it's just, you know, just people I don't really care about, like, high school, yeah, that matters, where it's like, oh, this is the guy, I, me and him had class in biology and all that, but, anyways, um, it was, I saw the video, but it was real sweet, because, you know, X, obviously, you know, yes, he did a lot of bad shit prior to his career, during his career, but he, you know, at least trying to, at least he was, um, open to, you know, be the change he wanted it be, especially, yeah, especially because, yeah, one of the chilling, um, lives he, he, he had before he died was, uh, forgive me if I, if I, um, mispronounced this, but Gekumi, now Gekumi, if I'm saying it wrong, my apologies to, to X fans, X himself, but, Basically, X wanted to achieve a, a state of being where it, it's, it's a pure, to have a pure soul. If I'm getting this wrong, of course, my apologies, but I like that idea. I like that that type of energy where I'm tired of being this person. As a matter of fact, and, and again, most of you might know and some of you might not know. And I highly recommend you checking out the sad video. Like literally like the X we, well, we could have got before he died was fighting the X he he was at that point, like, okay, so, before X died, he had, like, blue braids, or I don't want to say dreads, but it was, I guess, his current form, or his newer form, fighting his older form, and I don't want to make it too confusing, the older X was, like, the, the, the black, and I want to say beige, I want to say, uh, dreads, or maybe braids, but a a anyways, that, our ex was fighting his evil doppelganger. Like, if you watched the video, I hope you understand what I'm saying. It was pretty much, and it is so weird because had he lived, he probably would have done more with that. But anyways, um, he was beating that evil slash past self of him up because he doesn't want to be that guy anymore. He doesn't want to be abusive. He he wants to heal. He doesn't want to be like he like you know the saying hurt people hurt people. He want to be the, the opposite of that. He want to heal people, right? You know, for him, healing, like, healing himself is to destroy a part of himself, which was um very important. This is just for anyone. Like, if you don't like you being obsessive or, or being contradictory to who you actually are, you got to fight, you know, I, I guess you got to fight your negatives to make yourself a positive, if that makes sense. Um, But what I'm trying to get at is, is that towards the end of his life, and, and that's unfortunate because he lost his life due to some stupid-ass robbery. And, again, that's a whole video. I'm sorry, video, but an episode in the future, I probably do. But, needs to say, you know, as an ex-fan myself, and I'm not saying, oh, I was a fan before he died. But, like, around the time of his death, now, not after his death, but like, that was, like, months leading towards it. I was starting to listen more into his music, but after his death. It, it just hits different in the sense, well, 
since he's not here, like, what else did he work on? And funny enough, and not funny enough, but poor choice of words on my part. Apologies. One of my favorite tracks was actually from him and Little Peep, and that's another artist that died, unfortunately, where I haven't really checked out his music, uh, too. But, no, like, death makes you, like, like it's it's unfortunate that death, like, even with family, you know, my, 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 you know, aunt, cousin, whoever passed, and the whole family getting together, and da-da-da, and it's like, it, it sucks that it takes death to really pull people into each other, or get, like, get to really know that person, but... I say this to say, you know, with X and, and R. Kelly, during their careers or prior to their careers, they did bad things and, and bad things like you can't like, you know what I'm saying? Like scrub it off uh, off your record like you'll forever known to be that type of person or, you know, have that asterisk. Excuse me. Um, An asterisk. It's, it's like what I'm saying is it's like, oh, this person, gambling, that person. Beats his wife like you will be known by that one thing. Now, like I said with R. Kelly, um, I'm not comparing this two men, but I'm saying this in a situation where people constantly, of course, yeah, the shit they did was horrible. I'm not denying that, but it's like, can we still? And I know this is the easiest answer anyone can say. Well, yeah, because the shut up, Captain Righteous, you idiot, and that's fair. But it's like what I'm trying to get at is. Could you still enjoy what they did minus what they, oh, I'm sorry, the the music they produced minus what they did in their personal lives, right? And to me, excuse me, sorry, because this episode, this it's funny, this episode scripted and it's like half scripted because like, well, not because, but I've also been reading from what I have on my script, but I kind of like freestyle most of it. But anyways, um, to me, the answer is simple. I think yes. Only because, yes, we do appreciate their music, but as an artist, we should, excuse me, be aware of what type of people they are behind closed doors. I mean, I'm trying to make it make sense, but, you know, besides talk about Excess Totality and, and R. Kelly, we, we could talk about, um, like, famous um Hollywood types. Well, other famous people like Elvis Presley or Woody Allen. And, again, you know, Woody Allen being uh, one of... uh. Uh, one of like America's like best uh, film directors. Excuse me. Um, he's also known as uh, a child predator. And again, I researched this. I want to say at least. Um, I want to say at least around Thursday or Friday. Um, it, it's in a situation where, I guess, like it, it's weird because he married his adoptive daughter. And, and and the reason why you know he married her, people say he um he harmed her as a child, and the reason why he's married her so he could cover it up like oh no she always wanted me, and I guess in recent years because I think early this year or late last year, um he was talking to someone I don't know if he was doing a movie or being interviewed, and he said plainly like he didn't touch this girl whatever whatever but, there's moments like that where, like like come on like like. Like, let me tell you this, and this is not about me, but if I do have children, and to the listeners of the podcast, I say this now and to the future, hopefully that part of my life happens, like, I have children, but I want to adopt kids. I, like, I feel like my heart is bigger enough where, yeah, I love my own, like, biological biological children, excuse me, biological, bio, I can't even say words, god damn, I'm sorry, 
biological, biological kids. But my heart is big enough to not only love my own children, but someone else's children. Okay? Like, ideally, like, and it sounds stupid, but I want to have at least three kids. Maybe two of my own. One adopted or two adopted. One of my own or however that's going to work. The point I'm trying, trying to make is I want to have children so I can raise them to be my equal so they can go out in the world and, you know, have successful lives. Now, what this guy did, he raised the kid to only adopt it. And, and that's, I'm sorry, not adopted, but to marry. And, and, and that's those things where I'm talking about, telling about where it's, yes, he's a really good film director, but it's like, I don't stress that enough. I don't know who's still uneasy about this episode. And I was kind of uneasing it. I'm sorry, uneasy when I was writing the script, but that's what I was like, you just don't do. Like, I love children. I want to raise children. I want to be a good father. But, nah, son, I'm not marrying a, a, a kid I raised. That's some, that's some, that's some nut shit. That, that's some shit like, like, I, I can't even compare it to something. Because, like, that's just, that's, like, unheard of. Now, again, I don't know where he's standing in Hollywood. I don't know if, if like, my, well, like, one of my favorite, uh, my favorite directors um, is uh, Quentin Tarantino. But I don't know if he looks up to him, but, like, that's one of those things. I appreciate what he did in Hollywood. I'm talking about Woody Allen. But him as a person, dude, you're weird. Listen, I'm a weirdo, but, like, you're weird to the point, like, son, you need help. Like, I'm weird where it's like, oh, oh Darius is weird. Like, ignore him. He's, he's silly. But you're weird, like, bro, like, you, you got to leave. Like, no, no, no. You you got to get the fuck out the house or whatever place you're in. But forgive me, but back to Elvis Presley, but um his situation, he married a girl when she was 14 and the parents was cool with it. And again, back then and it's it's stupid then, but now like it's like in our lens it's stupid but to them, oh, well that makes sense. He's got money. Marry him, honey. I I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but he married a girl when she was 14, I think like in 57 or something. Basically when my grandparents were like kids. But it's the fact that Elvis, and then that's the thing, you know, in his uh, prime, because he died, well, I don't want to, and I know people uh, interpret this as body shaming, but when Elvis was in his prime, he was lean, handsome, but when he died, he was, um, I don't know, like, he, he was he was big in, in the sense of being obese, but, like, it was like he didn't really take care of himself, because, you know, that's the thing with fame, and I can't speak, who's your guys, I'm a famous person, you know, but no, like, you're so used of having things done for you where it's like, well, F it. Like, I know I'm beautiful. Like, imagine if I made, well, you guys can't, you guys can't see me recording this, but like, it's important to take care of yourself. It's important to eat healthy. It's important to work out. But as long as you, you want to do it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I see people like Jack, like one of my favorite actors, like, yeah, he's, you know, he's big, but, like, he's still, he's still killing it, you know, he's a badass, like, you know, respect Jack Black, you know, but what I'm trying to get at is with Elvis, you know, again, his music, his music, I'll say this, I'm not a huge Elvis fan, it was okay, you know, he's pretty, he got some hits, but it's like, again, him, and I'm talking about in his prime, you can have any girl in the world, because you have to understand, like, Elvis, when he was, you know, when he just came out, every girl wanted him, like, older women, I don't know about yeah, I think older women wanted, like, wanted him, but, like, girls around his age, like, kids, but it's, like, you, like, you, like, you have all these, you know, grown women of your age, and you go with a 14-year-old, again, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a um, hold on, I'm looking for, I'm gonna throw myself under the bus, 
right? I may not be the smoothest with, with the with the ladies, but it's like I want to date women around my age, okay? Now, where I'm going at with R. Kelly, Excess Atantion, Elvis, Woody Allen, and, and plus other, you know, famous men and women that did some terrible shit in their lives. But the question still remains, could we still enjoy their work instead of enjoying the, the person they were slash are, depending on, like, they're still around, okay? I say yes, but no, because, like, yeah, like, oh, I love R. Kelly's music, da-da-da-da, and he could do some other, you know, fuck shit where it's, like, he he try to get with another underage girl and naturally, you know, a fan could say, Oh, well, R. Kelly didn't do that. Cause I know R. Kelly and did the duh. Like they'll say like, Oh, I personally know R. Kelly, me, and R. Kelly. We talk for a long time, for a long time on the phone and blah, blah, blah. I know he's not the type of person, but it's really hard to get lost in someone's work. You really admire where you think, well, no, R. Kelly's a he's a smooth guy. He's he's a sweetheart, but no, like he, he's a he's a sick dude. Like he he likes underage girls and into some weird sex stuff. Where it's like, okay, like I don't know if this this is okay. You know, you you don't understand what I'm saying. It's just like it get, it gets hard. Where it's like you just see mostly this person in one uh, uh one light instead of seeing them as a great like. As humans, and I'm not trying to, um, what you call it, like, try to, um, not, ex- well, I have to explain it, but to clear my point, but not say he's a saint, but, you know, as humans, we're naturally flawed. Now, I'll throw myself under the bus, not comparing with, you know, R. Kelly, thank God, but me, I'm a hypocrite. Like, I'll, I'll say something one, I'll say something, I'll say something the other way and do it the, uh, instead, oh my God. Add, add stupid to that list because I, I keep stuttering. God damn, I'm sorry. I'm hypocrite. I'm ignorant. I'm I'm very um. I'll say sensitive because like like someone could just say something and it's like, but why? What do you mean by that? Because someone like people are like, oh no, you look good, and it's like eternally you're an ugly dude, and it's like I'll say those flaws could be easily worked on for myself, but. That's just if that's if I want to work on it, you know what I'm saying? Now, that's just like personality flaws. But the point I'm trying to make is that goes to show that I'm not as clean cut as I think I am, if that makes sense. Now, of course, you know, me being me, I want to be like at least a good friend to anyone who needs it or at least to help. Like, you know what? Darius is a one weird dude, but at least he can like, like be mature and, and man up and, and rise above the occasion or whatever to help me out through this um time of grief. I, I I don't know people, but the point I'm trying to make is, is that, you know, I, me personally, you know, this is me, Darius, AKA Captain Righteous. You can still enjoy the, uh, enjoy an artist, you know, their, their music, their songs, their movies or whatever the hell, but them as people, and it's hard because you can't say, well, you got to separate them. And it's like, I, and that's the whole point of me saying yes. But like, it's, it's like a yes, like 95% yes, but 5% no. And it says like, like, yeah, that's still a part of them in that song now. <sighs> okay. So I try to avoid this throughout the whole episode. Cause I don't want to be funny. Cause these are like serious. Um, it's not any allegations. Like I'm talking about for R Kelly, like it actually happened, but, um, 
Like, no, like, one of my favorite songs is R. Kelly, and if you know what I'm talking about, you know, don't spoil it, but it's Bump and Grind. Like, I love the lyrics, I, I love the song, I'm sorry, I love the um the instrumental of the song, but my mind is telling me no, but my, I can't sing, but, but my body is telling me yes, oh baby, I don't see nothing wrong with a little Bump and Grind. Now, Again, I think that song came out in the 90s. If I'm wrong, my apologies. But, you know, you know, universally, that song is like, oh, you know, something inside me telling me to not get with you, but my body's really, you know what I'm saying? Like, baby, I don't see nothing wrong by, you know, like having intimate sex. But, okay, so let me explain. It's not like, I'm not saying the song's bad, but it's like, it, it's weird. It hits different where you understand the type of person he is. Like, okay, let me make a really bad example, but just follow me here. I love going on the walks because walks is pretty cool. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. Like, please understand what I'm coming from. So I make a song about going on a walk, something like nothing like, excuse me, something that's like at least decent, right? And imagine in that song, I go on a walk and I kick a dog. And I'm not, I'm not encouraging animal abuse, but it's like, oh, you know, the first time we almost caught it, but we didn't really pay attention to it until years later. Oh, this person, he, he, he abuses animals. And it's like, but how, how we didn't know, because it's like a little hint to like my personality, not my personality, God, no, but that person's personality, guys, say that twice, um, and how they act towards animals. You see what I'm saying? Now, with Bum and Grind. It's a nice R&B song, but what if he's referencing, like, what if, like, like his intentions of his words, like, to us, oh, that's nice, you know, we can play that with, you know, you and your wife and your girlfriend and whoever you're with, but what if he's talking about underage girls? Like, that, that, it's hard, because you see what I'm saying? Because, like, him being an artist, we appreciate his lyrics, we appreciate his songs, but, like, now, especially with the, not allegations, but the things he's done, now we got to like, whoa, but what do you really meant in that song? It really, really meant in that line. Excuse me. But this is not, actually, this is, I think this is Aaliyah's album, if I'm correct. Age Ain't Nothing But A Number, which, again, there it is, like, like proof in the pudding. Like, age ain't nothing but a number. Like, that's one of those things where, like some 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 predatory dude would say to like someone that's like seventeen, like oh he's he's twenty five and she's seventeen. Hey, age is nothing but a number. You're mature, and and I don't know. Like please understand. This is gross of me explaining it, but it's like you, you see what I'm saying. Like that's one of those things. Like nowadays that don't help your case. And think about it, like and that's in a I'm talking about for Leah's album and you know because you know it's her front stage not front stage but like you see her in the front the forefront but in the background you just see r kelly creeping like i don't i'm not dissing a photographer but it's the placement of it like age ain't nothing but a number and him in the background it's just like saying like oh god um <laughs> this sounds stupid but like 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 jason Voorhees on the album cover and it says like hey happy friday the 13th like you if you know what i mean like like, if you watch any of the Friday the 13th movies, like, you know he kills a lot of people in those movies. Like, that's that's Jason. Like, that's what he's known for. You see what I'm saying? It's like, oh, that, you wrong for that. You know, that's pretty much that. Um, Forgive me. But one of the questions I want to ask um, myself slash the listeners is that how could we 
progress, when we learn about these awful uh, truths about our famous, you know, artists. I feel like, you know, this is nothing new. Because this whole episode could um, be summed up to, uh, yeah, what they did was terrible. But the best that we could do is learn and, 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 and I'm sorry, learn and go forward and, and try to avoid people like that getting into the um, industry, of course. But it's pretty much like, was pretty much what I just said, like learn and try to avoid, uh, try to get those people out of the industry. But also um, we should learn that. Most of the artists we know ever since, for me, I knew R. Kelly, I knew about his music since I was like a toddler, but that doesn't mean like around that time he must have been a good guy because this is for like, this is like years of him doing this to other girls and it's like, I'm sorry, well, girls and a grown women, but like, it's important to look at the negatives of this person's past just to see why they end up to, why they end up in a certain a certain place in their life i.e. going to jail right but at the same time it teaches us that not everyone we we can look in the media is exactly um exactly a saint Let, let's just say that because like R. Kelly, like we, we like for years we thinking, oh, you know, he's a good guy. He made I believe I can fly, and then, you know, you skip to the um, present where he's talking about. Um, and this is not the new. This is an interview he did with Tory. And Tory, um, if you know who he is, and I recommend you um, Google him. He's a, a famous interview. Like he'll talk to like any hip hop people. Like I think he talked to Jay Z. Uh, he talked to Jay Z. He talked to R. Kelly. I don't know if you talk to like every other artist I can think of, like Chris Brown or something, but he's very famous for his interviews. But there's an interview where he straight up asks um, R. Kelly, um, uh, does he like underage girls? And I don't think R. Kelly said yes, but he said something like to an extent where, like, I, I don't know if this is the same interview, but like, like how old we're talking or, or it was something very strange he said, but needs to say like yeah like it's it's very unfortunate that R Kelly's the type of dude to really date underage girls but um yeah but most importantly um we should learn about the type of people they are so we can get a better sense of their you know music like excess of Tonsion. and again I'm not ripping them apart like I highly recommend um uh watching um Trap Lord and I'm again I'm definitely going to do it going to uh link the 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 bad side of Exentatacion's video and the good side of him, like there's two different videos because you know um Trapwood Raw is like very he went into like great detail to explain why he was that type of person that part of his life versus what like what he actually was but anyways um my takeaway of this episode is that you should you could you could definitely enjoy the music you're listening to but just know the people or the, the the individual behind that say music may have like a may had a different intention in and sorry in making that song like give me a song about hey let's go to the park and chase a rainbow i don't know <laughs> i'm sorry that was terrible and i was trying to be funny but like it could be something like clear cut like oh this is cool but it has dark intentions now, not like not. Oh, there are songs that's like, like I said, like, and that's actually a good video I should I, I should make in the future, where there's like good songs we love listening to, but actually it's actually dark. I'm sorry, I keep saying actually too much, but 
for example, um, one of my favorite songs, which is not um, evolved with uh, R. Kelly or whatever, but it's Hey Ya from Outkast. Now, I love Outkast. I don't know if I said this once before in the podcast, but no, Outkast is one of my favorite hip-hop duos of all time. But anyways, um, they recorded a song called Hey Ya in the early 2000s. I watched a music video on uh, MTV as a kid, and pretty much the song is about... Um, how could, like, the younger generation stay together versus how the older generations, like, for example, to anyone who's listening, is that, you know, well, my great-grandfather and his wife were together for 80, not 80, I'm sorry, um, 80 years, let's say 80 years, right? Or my mom and dad has been together for 30 years, or so-and-so been together for 50 years, and it's like, how could the older generation be with each other for like like for decades while younger generations i don't know about well for my generation but i like for our generation probably like at least 10 years max and yes there are people who will go for 10 go for 20 go for 30 go for 40 and i salute them of course but you know we all have the best intentions and in going to the relationship which i can speak from from experience where yes of course you love that person you hope and like you got to be realistic, like, well, I can see myself getting with this person because X, Y, and Z, or, you know, anyway, like, anyways, like, the first you get into the relationship is not how you started originally, because, I'm not saying it's going to end, like, top, like, in, like, it's not going to end negatively, because, like, that same, that's the same reason you got with each other might burn out or be swapped out for a different version, not version, but a different reason, but, like the song, and the thing is, the song's not sad, but it's like it's actually you know spitting facts. Where it's like it's it sucks to see that you know the the newer generation of couples are struggling to stay together, while you have couples that like, oh, I met Sally in 1952, and I was a milkman. <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny, but you have to understand, like you know, like they've been with each other since like 52, 42, 37. I'm, I'm just naming like random events events i'm sorry random years but like they have been with each other since that time all the way to this year 2021 and it's amazing to see they still going strong despite i don't know you understand what i'm saying but basically songs like that which is dope but songs like that not like doesn't always have the exact intention as the the lyrics or the um the instrumentalist because you you know when you listen to hey ya it's it's very upbeat you know and that's the whole that, that it was supposed to be upbeat but you know not every song is for that specific attention you're thinking if that makes sense and not every artist is as clear or clean as you think they are um that's pretty much where i want to leave it off but you know this whole episode could be either seen as like well no shit like you just said that from from the start or it could be like well you know i respect what you're saying darius but here's where i see not it's not all about like you know uh, r kelly but like it's pretty much asking like well he's well he did some terrible stuff why is he getting more musical plays and you know like i covered earlier He's getting more plays because of the controversy and or you got like diehard fans that will still deny he, you know, of course he did. He, of course he, he, he abused women, but it's like, 
there's like there's still deniers even to this day hey he didn't do this this is a setup blah 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 and it's like you know on to the contrary he he actually did but that was pretty much my take um thank you for listening to this episode i promise the next episode won't be gross as this in a sense where we talk about like grown-ass men hollering at like 14 year olds like we're, we're not doing that like that's well i'm not doing that but you know that's just sick um thank you for listening to captain righteous podcast uh I'll have a new episode on Friday around 11.30 in the morning. I don't know why exactly 11.30, but new episodes are, I'm sorry, mostly Mondays and Fridays. Um, Follow me on Instagram at Captain underscore underscore Righteous. My Twitter is underscore C Righteous. Thank you for listening. Um, I'm definitely going to link those videos about XS Atancion. And um, peace.